Shalom, 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 everyone. Please, can you all hear me? Shalom, evening. All right, I believe you are all doing well. Jesus, that it will have your way even in the midst of your church. Fulfill your purpose tonight. Let your voice be heard and be thou glorified 
speak to us and let our lives align even to your purpose and your will. In Jesus' precious mighty name, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session. It's been a while. Um, we had another assignment to um, execute in Accra, Eagles Conference, and it was amazing. It was amazing. The hand of the Lord was massive. And the Lord did what he ought to do. And this evening I want to just greet all of you. And let you know that I've, I've missed all of you in the name of the Lord. And also to let you know and be aware that God willing tomorrow in the evening exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time is going to be a time of mega one word from the Lord. So we want to invite all your friends. We want to invite all your enemies. Invite everybody. Let them be a partaker of what the Lord has for us tomorrow. And I believe strongly that the purpose of God will surely be fulfilled that which must be done will be done and all the glory will be given to god hallelujah all right oh mommy how are you wow wow we bless god how are things going in the united states Okay, okay. Oh, man, is someone just said he's going to curse me. Who, who, who said that? Who's that person? What have you done to him? A man who wants to spend your son's money. And he's the same person going to case. He's already in trouble. He is already in trouble. Something is wrong with him. Don't be worried. Let's let's talk um, outside pod being okay and handle this. He's already in, in a serious trouble. Okay. 
all right all right all right all right okay we bless god for tonight i came here to greet all of you and um break the news and the announcement that god willing tomorrow evening is going to be mega one word from the lord if you have been missing that experience please don't miss this one my daughter just entered the anointed eagle's gift oh so mommy you left us oh It is well, it is well, it is well. Don't be worried. We will surely come to MK before the end of the year. So don't be worried at all. Everything will surely work out. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Alright. Alright. I want to just say some few things. My son just entered Kobe Chris. Also, for how are you doing? Wow, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. One of the anointed servants of God I've, I've seen, Kobe Chris. The Lord will do mighty things through your life. Greater doors shall be opened in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hey, my son is here. Credo. How are you? Wow. Today I can see all the kubolos are entering. Hey. Thanks be to God. BBS will soon soon Hey. All right, we bless God. We bless God. I just want to help us um, within a few minutes, like five. I want to open our eyes a little bit on something. I want to open our eyes a little bit on some few things. Amen. All right. Now, the word of God said in the book of Exodus, chapter 12. Exodus, chapter 12, verse 1 downwards. The Bible said, And the Lord speak unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt. And we all know that the children of Israel were already in the land of Egypt as slaves. So everything that they, they did on that land was actually regulated by the Egyptians. But the Bible said, The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months and it shall be the first month of the year to you 
Now, understand that once the children of Israel were in Egypt, they were following the calendar and the timelines of Egypt. But God spoke something different to only the children of Israel. And that is what He told them. That month where the children of Israel found themselves in, God appeared to Moses and Aaron and told them that as for you, Israelites, this month shall be the first month of the year unto you. So it doesn't matter whether according to the Egyptian calendar that is the ninth month or the third month or the seventh month. God told his people that month is going to be. And it, God didn't even care whether they were in the 29th day of that month or the 22nd day of that month according to the Egyptian calendar. That very day, he said that one was going to be the first day and the first month of the year only to the Israelites. And now that is what makes this thing very powerful. How can people who are slaves to a certain country have their own timeline and calendar different from the country that they are slaves to? Is somebody following? This is to tell you something that God was actually looking beyond captivity. God was looking beyond Egypt. There is something that God planned. And today I want to open your eyes so that you will understand. Now, are you all with me? So Exodus chapter 12 verse 1 downwards, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Verse 3 he said, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers a lamb for an house verse 4 and if the household be too little for the lamb let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb verse 5 your lamb shall be without blemish a meal Meal of the first year, you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. <laughs> this one that we are talking about is a very, very heavy scripture, but I don't want to go into all that. Um, I want us to just understand some few things so that we will actually understand the times and the seasons that we find ourselves. Amen. Are you following?
good. Now, when you check Thank you, Lord. Can you all hear me, please? Okay, good. Powerful. Now, that is what I want us to understand. The Lord just appeared to Moses and Aaron, and he said to them, this month shall be the beginning of months and this month shall be the first month of the year unto you therefore go and tell the children of israel that every family should get a lamp something is about to happen so if you go and the family is too little and according to jewish tradition too little actually means below 10. so a family that is made up of the father the mother with eight children is said to be a complete family so as a believer according to jewish tradition eight. but many of you you say oh, i want to give birth to two three it's it's okay you are too little you are too little for a lamp to be used to cover your life somebody doesn't understand what i'm saying that is why he said, if your family is too little, go to the family of your neighbor. Both families should add themselves together. And once they get the number 10, they should then get a lamb that will be slain for that family. Are you following? We'll go to the matter of the lamb. But I want us to understand something here before we go into that side. God told them that this shall be the beginning of months. Now, according to Jewish, um, the Jewish history and the original Hebrew manuscript, that month that God appeared to the children of Israel and spoke about, that month, God named that month the month of Nisan, N-I-S-A-N, Nisan, N-I-S-A-N. And that is the first month of the year to the Israelites the month of nisan n-i-s-e-n that is the first month of the year to the israelites and i want to open your eyes on something listen the lord said something to me some time ago and he said there is a purpose for the world there is a great purpose for which god made the world and God is focused on fulfilling that purpose. That purpose that God wants to fulfill is called Israel. Israel is not just a nation. Israel is God's original purpose for the entire world. This is why 
many of us we lack little understanding and knowledge about israel but with this as i'm starting this I'm, i'll go deep into matters for you to understand what israel actually stands for so that you will know that even jesus christ was actually a manifestation of israel there was nothing the bible said about the nation israel that jesus was not there was nothing everything god said about the nation israel it was jesus and even we the church we are also the body of christ so jesus is the head and we are the rest of the body so we are also part of israel so what then actually is israel israel is not just a nation israel is god's original intent and purpose for the world there is a purpose that god is fulfilling in this world and that purpose is called israel but before he caused that purpose to be made manifest he started from places that the enemy's attention could not go and when we were talking about um, the princes of this world i made us understand something that there are 72 princes of this world and they are in charge of the 72 kingdoms of the world and their tongues and i said according to deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 8 the bible said that when the nations of this world when god gave the nations their inheritance he numbered them according to the numbers of the sons of god and i said the sons of god are the princes of this world but the bible said but as for jacob who is israel jacob or israel is the lord's portion why is it that god did not give israel to a prince to watch over it doesn't happen because israel is something bigger than a nation so the devil's agenda has always been against israel because the devil has seen that there is something god is trying to fulfill and that thing is found in it he has sought several times to destroy israel but still it doesn't work you remember many many years ago there was a man that came forth his name is adolf hitler and this man said let all jews be wiped out of the surface of the earth there is a spirit there is a spirit from the dark world that fights that what have jews done to these beings and they wiped away so when there's a movie called escape from sobibo many of you have heard of that kind of some of you have even watched that movie look at how jews were slain how they were killed like chicken it was all because the devil is afraid of anything that is israel the devil is afraid of anything that is israel be it a national israel be it the spiritual israel which is the church be it jesus christ who is the fulfillment of israel be it any dimension that israel manifests the devil is afraid and he tries to destroy it are you all following good so then there is God speaking to the children of Israel that 
this year this month shall be the first month of the year unto you and if you check the jewish history and if you study the jewish calendar the first month of the year according to them is called nisan n-i-s-a-n nisan and nisan when you try to link nisan to the calendar which we use the normal calendar with the gregorian calendar that we use if you link the calendar of the israelites to our own it does not match the calendar of israel the first month of the year is called nisan and nisan starts from the 21st of our our gregorian calendar month which is march the 21st of march to 19th of april is the first month of the year to the jews is somebody following good now i'm opening your eyes on something i posted something on my status this morning a lot of people did not understand and i didn't teach them you are the people i'm teaching so i want you to get what i'm trying to say anytime we are in march the israelites are getting ready to enter into a new year and that new year is marked by the killing of a lamb that is why when god wanted to take the israelites out of egypt he did one thing he first told them that the month that they find themselves in even though in egypt it is called this month and it could be their sixth month or their third month but god said as for israel it was going to be the first month of the year unto them and on the tenth day of that month all the children of israel every family should get one lamb the lamb should be blemished it should be a male and also it should be from the firstborn <laughs> and i will explain all this today i'm not really teaching so we are going to start the feast of the lord and i'll go deep and teach all these things so that you will know and the killing of the lamb is actually linked to the death of the lord jesus christ that is what we call the passover and this is what we call easter i will take time and talk about easter for you to understand so that you will know that easter is not right but passover is right is somebody with me <laughs> easter convention some of your churches they have started easter convention Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? Good. 
So now, this is what I said. After God told the children of Israel that that month was going to be the beginning of months, and that that month was going to be the first month of the year, God told them again that on the tenth day of that same month, every family should get a lamb. The lamb should be without blemish, it should be a male. And also, it should be from the first year or the firstborn. And the last, that lamb should, can be picked from either the sheep or the goat. <laughs> we take time and go into all these things. And he said, that is what he told them to do. After you have taken the lamb, on the tenth day, hide the lamb for four days. He said, and you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. Verse 7, and they shall take off the blood and strike it on the two side posts, on the upper door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in the night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Verse 9. Eat not. Are you all following what is going on? That is what the Lord told them. Let every family get a lamb. And when they get the lamb, on the tenth day of that month, they should keep the lamb until the fourteenth day. And when that fourteenth day comes all the congregation of israel should gather and everybody is supposed to kill their lamb and after they have killed the lamb they should the bible said god told them to kill the lamb in the evening have you have you ever read a scripture where david said let my prayers rise before thee as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice how many of us have read that scripture? Let my prayers rise before thee as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. The question is, what is the evening sacrifice? Here comes God telling the people to kill the lamb in the evening and he said after you have killed the lamb in the evening use the blood of the lamb to smear your doorpost and why are they doing that for the lord said i will cause the angel of death to pass through the entire land of egypt and when that angel sees the blood he will pass over he will pass over and it was that time when the angel of death entered through the land of Egypt when he saw the blood on the doorpost of the Israelites he passed over but any place that he did not see blood he entered and killed the firstborn whether it is an animal or a human being and when all the Egyptians woke up their firstborns was, were dead including the firstborn of Pharaoh 
who was an heir to the throne. And that thing shook Pharaoh. And he told the Israelites, get out of my land. And the Lord said, this is what I wanted. So the deliverance of the people of God was as a result of the death of a lamb. So by the blood of a lamb, the people were delivered from captivity. That is why the death of our Lord Jesus Christ is, is our deliverance and our liberation from the captivities of the enemy. And that is called Passover. It is not called Easter. I will show you why this thing called Easter came forth. So that you will not do Easter convention, but you will do Passover convention. Some, some people are already confused. Do you know where Easter came from? I think I have to take my time. And teach more on this. I have to take my time and teach on Easter. Easter is actually the name. It is the name of a certain goddess. But many of us don't know. Easter is the name of a certain goddess. And she was the goddess of fertility. In the you let me let me stop because some, some of you are already getting confused. You see, the celebration is right but the name is wrong and when the name is wrong it carries a lot of repercussions that many of us don't understand Baghdad, congratulations Becky Congrats, congrats. We will have much time to talk, okay? Be Becky, God bless you. Nazareth said, Please, I heard it turns out Easter actually began as a pagan festival celebrating spring in the northern hemisphere long before the. Yeah, Easter, Easter. When you go to, there was a certain goddess called Asherah. And Asherah was the goddess of fertility and Ogi. Ogi. If you have heard the word Ogi before. On the land of Canaan before the Israelites moved there. Before the Israelites were moved to that place. So there is nothing like Easter in the scriptures. It is called the Passover. And when it comes to the Passover, there are many things we need to understand. 
because Easter is a pagan celebration. I wish that I had time to go into all this, but you let me just. This is what I'm trying to explain this evening. Then I go on to um, the, the, the rest. If we are the spiritual Israel, then we need to have a certain link with the national Israel or the nation of Israel. Because whatever happens to the nation of Israel will definitely happen to the church. Are we all following? Because right now, I wish I had time to lay foundations. Oh God. There is something that God told Abraham. Abraham is the one that gave birth to Isaac. And Isaac gave birth to Jacob. And God manifested in the form of an angel and changed the name of Jacob to Israel. He was not changing the name of a man, Kekel. It was a shift in the whole wide world and the universe of God. That is why I said I wish I had time to. Because how can one, how can God's main agenda for the world be the name of one man? And look at how it came about. Had it not been the turning of the blessing from Esau onto Jacob, Esau wouldn't have sought to kill Jacob. And had it not been that, Jacob wouldn't have run to that place to meet the angel of God. So all those things happened in the realm of the spirit. And that is what I want to say. Now, the Bible said, when the wife of Isaac was pregnant, she began to feel certain movements in her belly. And she went to God in prayer and said, Ah, God, every woman gets pregnant. We know that they have issues with their stomach, but my own is different. What is going on? And the Lord said, Two nations are in your womb. Two nations are in your womb. And He said, The younger nation will become great, and the, the first or the eldest will save the younger one. This is what God told the woman. And this understanding was only in the mind of the woman. So it was the the woman was the only one that knew that definitely the youngest must be the greatest. When these two children grew up, the Bible said one was called Jacob and one was called Esau. Esau was the firstborn, but according to what God told the woman, the secondborn, who is Jacob will be the greatest and the firstborn who is Esau should serve the lastborn but according to the tradition things were not supposed to be done like that so how would what God has told the woman be made manifest then was then along the line when Jacob had prepared a wonderful stew then Esau came up and said my brother, give me some of the stew to eat. And he said, no, unless you sell to me your birthright. And many of us have not understood what it means to sell your birthright. There was a shift. It was just a push from what God told the woman so that the blessing that God spoke about to the woman would be transferred. That is why the moment that thing happened, it was the woman that even pushed Jacob to go and take the blessing that was naturally meant for Esau. And had it not been that, 
the name of the young man Jacob wouldn't have been changed to Israel. And had it, had it not been that, the purpose of God wouldn't have been fulfilled. Are you all following? Good. So what am I trying? All these things happen for, for a purpose. You, know, you just don't go and take scripture and preach. And you see, you see, you know, um, because of food, somebody's birthright was trans- transferred. So please take care. Food, food, that one is good. Yeah, it's a preaching. It is good. <laughs> but there's something deeper to that that you don't know. <laughs> because of steel. You know, it's beyond beyond saying that Oh, yeah, it is true. But that's not what the Bible is trying to unveil. <laughs> But when we look, we see something bigger than what these preachers are preaching. We don't see anything about food. What we are seeing is God's main agenda. Till now, there are Christians who believe that Israel is just a nation. They don't even know that they are they themselves they are Israelites. They don't even know the foundation of Israel. And they don't know who Israel is to God. They have missed it. But I pray that you, that you are here, you understand. And you begin to walk in the purpose of God for your life. In the name of Jesus. So listen. God told Abraham that out of you, a seed will come forth. And you know what God said? God told Abraham that when God cut a covenant with Abraham, Abraham, God called Abraham out of his room and he said, I want to enter into a covenant. I think when I get much time to explain these things deeply, I will, I will take them one by one and you will understand glorious things in the scriptures. I'm telling you, glorious things. Hey, glorious things in the scriptures that you have never read. You will see them very beautiful. How God worked his covenant out with men every day. God told Abraham, just as God said, lift up your head to the sky. He saw the stars and he said, you see, I'm going to multiply thy seed as the stars of the sky and as the, the sand at the seashore. Now, so God actually spoke of two main dimensions of Abraham's seed. Them that are in the sky and them that are close to the sea. So what is God trying to say? He's speaking of two main dimensions. The, the first dimension is the heavenly dimension. And the second dimension is the earthly dimension. So there are people who are going to, And the descendants of Abraham... The descendants of Abraham are called Israel. Israel. And if God is going to make these descendants according to two dimensions... The descendants of Abraham are called Israel. And if God is going to make them according to two dimensions, as in those that are like the stars in the sky and those that are like the seashore, the sun at the seashore, then God is speaking of the spiritual Israel and the natural Israel. The spiritual Israel can be likened unto the stars 
that are in the sky. And the natural Israel can be likened unto the nation of Israel. So the nation of Israel is like the, the sun at the seashore. But we that are not from that nation physically, we are also being put into the seed of Abraham from a different dimension, which is heavenly. So Paul said that now, for a person to become a Jew, God told Abraham that if anybody wants to become a Jew, then there are so many things you need to let the person do. The first one is there is something we call circumcision. Let the person circumcise himself. And then, even you, Abraham, I have to circumcise you. So God circumcised Abraham so that anybody that wants to be part of Israel must be circumcised. That is the natural Israel. If you want to be part of the natural Israel, circumcision must take place. But Paul comes out to teach us about something. And he said, there is a different dimension of circumcision. It is called the circumcision of the spirit. Paul says circumcision is of the heart and of the spirit. Circumcision. Romans chapter 2 verse 29. Paul said. Romans 2 29. He said, but he is a Jew which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit. And not in the letter whose praise is not of men but of God. Did you get that? That is what Paul is trying to talk about. He said, According to the natural Israel, Israelites, they believe if you want to be part of them, you need to be circumcised. That is all that they know. That is why Paul normally had issues with Peter. Because Peter was called to the Jews. So they understood everything that Father Abraham spoke about. According to what God told him, that if you want to be part, if you want to be part of the natural Israel, circumcision must take place. So Peter was speaking of circumcision so that a person who wants to be part of the natural Israel must be circumcised. But Paul was, the assignment of Paul was not given was not to the Jews but to the Gentiles that are people who are not even part of the commonwealth of Israel so when we read the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 7 Paul said but contrarywise when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me as the gospel of circumcision was committed unto Peter Galatians chapter 2 verse 7 Paul was preaching of uncircumcision. And Peter was like, hey, me, according to what Father Abraham told us, he said God told him, if somebody wants to be an Israelite, the person must be circumcised. So why are you speaking of uncircumcision? And Paul said, you don't understand. Uncircumcision is of the heart, in the spirit. And still they did not understand. That is why Paul's message was not to the Jews, but to the Gentiles. And when the Gentiles believed 
they were circumcised in their heart in the spirit and they began to speak in tongues so when peter heard that paul has gone out to preach the gospel of uncircumcision and the gentiles are speaking in tongues and speaking in tongues too was a gift that was meant for only israel so how come that people that are not israelites people that have not been circumcised receive the gift of the spirit and Paul said, you don't understand i told you that circumcision right now is of the heart that was when peter understood the gospel that was committed to paul that oh i see a man does not necessarily need to be circumcised physically before he becomes part of israel but that when a man is circumcised in his heart and what is the circumcision in the heart it is the period of a man being born again So many of us we have never stepped foot in israel before but we can boldly say we are israelites because there has been circumcision in our hearts and we carry gifts of the spirit hallelujah good because every this gift of the spirit that we have the holy ghost actually was the promise that god gave to abraham the holy spirit is the promise that god gave to abraham so the descendants of abraham knew that the holy ghost is a promise unto them only and if you want to be a partaker of that promise you need to be circumcised but here comes people who have never heard of abraham and speaking in tongues they have received the promise also how did they receive it without circumcision then paul came out that the gospel of uncircumcision in the flesh was given to me i taught them they understood they believed in the lord jesus they were circumcised in their heart by the holy ghost and then they received the gifts of the holy spirit why am i saying all these things i want all of us to understand if you carry the holy ghost on the inside of you you are called the seed of abraham and the seed of abraham is called israel and israel is not just a man Israel is God's agenda. So as you are walking on the surface of the earth, you are God's assignment to be fulfilled. You are playing a role. You are playing a part of God's assignment. You are here to fulfill an agenda. God can do anything for Israel. That is why when he gave all the 72 princes of this world, the nations and the kingdoms to rule over us for Israel, he said, I will be Israel is my portion. Israel is my portion. And I'm believing God that one of these days I will take time and talk about Israel. What who is Israel? And by the time we are done, some of you will clap for Jesus. Amen. Alright, good. So now, why am I seeing all these plenty things? I want you to know, in this month of March that we have entered, we have actually entered into the month of Nisan, which is the first month of the year that God gave to the Israelites. And we knowing that we are also Israelites, then we have to understand something. There is a shift going on in the realm of the Spirit. According to God and His Israel, we have already entered into a new year. Don't be 
used to the Gregorian calendar that you have, you will miss a lot of spiritual things. I'm telling you. Sometimes, can't you see that the atmosphere is changing? This thing that we call Easter, which is actually Passover, is the beginning of a new year to norm to Israel. And we are Israel. So it is the beginning of a new year to us. If you are not sensitive, you will follow the natural and worldly one and miss a lot. I know and I understand. I have entered into a new year. I am in a new year. And I know what God has for us in this new year. You need to be conscious of this. So my dear beloved, I want to wish all of you a wonderful and a glorious new year. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Somebody is still confused. Hey, Happy New Year at this time? Which time are you talking about? Okay, let me show you why I'm saying that. Do you know, when God wanted to start the New Year for Israel, He did one thing. They killed a lamb and they used His blood to smear their doorpost. Did you see that? Did you see that when God went good? Now look at something. So anytime the lamb is about to be slain, then it means that his blood is about to be shed. Do you know that before God even created the whole universe, he killed the lamb before creating? So the slaying of the lamb is actually a sign of the beginning. The killing of the lamb is always a sign of the newness of something before genesis chapter 1 verse 1 where the bible said in the beginning god created that was in the beginning but before the beginning something happened and that which happened was the killing of the lamb so when we read the book of revelation chapter 13 verse 8 the bible said and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundations of the world the lamb slain from the foundations of the world the lamb slain from the foundations of the world so jesus christ was killed before the foundations of this world that is why anytime god kills a lamb then something new is about to begin and this time around, what began was a new year for Israel. And if we are Israel and we are celebrating what we call Passover, which people call Easter, and that speaks of the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, then we need to be spiritually sensitive. We have entered into a new season. I'm telling you. Somebody said, Papa, you are on course. You are deep. Beginning of this man, my youth pastor gave us this exaggerated. Exactly. Many Christians don't know this one. And still they suffer. We enter into the Passover season. I'm offering Easter now. Everything should end. If you have this deep revelation and understanding, 
there should be newness of life. I'm telling you. Struggles must come to an end. The same way you go to church on 31st December, you jump here and there and say, First January, I'm in a new year. You just don't understand things. How many of us have not written down um, new year resolutions? Because there was no sacrifice to back up with that which you did. And that is why Passover is, is, is one of the deepest, is the beginning of every good thing. Don't joke with Passover. I said, don't joke with Passover. And God willing, this Friday, this Friday, everybody is supposed to get communion wine and bread. We are going to have Passover um, meeting live on Podbean here. Friday in the evening. I'm believing God that it will be on Zoom. But I don't know many of you, your networks, and Zoom too, once your network is not all that strong, it will misbehave a little bit. So um, we'll work on that and, and um, know whether it will be on Zoom or on, on Podbean. This Friday evening, communion wine and bread. We are going to dine with the Lord. And I'm telling you, many things are going to happen. My dear, we have entered into a new year. There is a spiritual dimension that we need to walk into. You shouldn't follow the world systems. You, you write your own new year resolutions. Ah, 3rd of January. Because those systems are being ruled by different beings. You need to overrule them with your own according to what God has purposed. You need to overrule the days of the world with the days that the Lord has given. That is why when God appeared to Moses, he said, hey, today, whether it was in 21st March, or he said, this shall be the beginning. So you from 21st March, it will be your first. So once people are in 21st March, it is actually the first day of the year to the Israelites. That it is totally different. We are totally different from the world. But look at us. We have aligned everything to the world and we are struggling. Today I just came to let you know that we are in a new year. We are in a new year. Happy New Year, people of God. Somebody is still confused. Hey, man of God, are you saying? Happy New Year, saying. You don't need to tell anybody. You need to know. Amen. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And um, this week I'm going to spend um, ample and quality time to teach us about the feasts of the Lord. The feasts of the Lord. The feasts of the Lord. And we'll break things down and it is going to be an amazing moment. God bless you. I just came here this evening to greet all of you and just declare to you that we are in a new year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to just declare something. <laughs> if Jesus, if Jesus died three days and three nights and he resurrected, did he resurrect in the night or in the morning? 
you let me not go there let me just ask it straightforward if jesus died for three days and three nights from which day did he die and which day did he resurrect you could count it to three days and three nights but first understand that he he died in the evening <laughs> he died in the evening yeah and i think we need to understand evening and morning so that you will not get you will not use it according to the normal gregorian time we have according to israel 6 p.m is the beginning of a day let me show you something from the scripture Six PM actually is the beginning of another day. Don't you know that when you look at the um, SDA people, those who follow Sabbath, when it is Friday six PM, they don't buy anything. But they call the Sabbath day to be Saturday. I didn't think that Friday six PM I'm on Tohe because Sabbath starts on Friday six PM. Friday six PM actually is the beginning of Saturday. That is why the Bible talks about the evening and the morning were the first day. When we read the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible said, 1 verse 5, And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the Bible said, In the evening and the morning were the first day. It didn't say the morning and evening. It said the evening and morning. So evening comes first before morning. We sing songs. So that is is actually the beginning. Are we getting it? So if you want to say 3 p.m., then 3 p.m. was actually in the evening now. 6 p.m. another day has started. Is somebody getting the picture here? <laughs> you see, we lack many things. Good. Good. So now, if Jesus died three days and three nights let's calculate <laughs> so for the young family say we call it so he died on friday so we call it good friday okay if it is friday evening 3, 3 p.m okay so one night so friday night that is one night saturday morning one night one morning saturday night one morning two nights sunday morning making what two nights two morning or if somebody get let's calculate with a young calculate it so now friday night saturday morning and night making two nights one morning then sunday morning if he resurrected on sunday morning then we are only going to have two nights and two mornings 
is somebody getting the calculation so it doesn't even suit with what the scripture said that three three days and three nights he was in the heart of the earth so it can never be friday to sunday so there's nothing like good friday what then is it called let's calculate it well <laughs> if he arose on sunday morning which we all know that is true then he did not die on friday because the bible said jesus died and he remained and in the heart of the earth three days and three nights and this is what the bible said it is called the sign of jonah jonah also was swallowed by the great fish and he was also in the belly of the fish three days and three nights three days and three nights calculate so jesus actually died maybe on a Thursday. <laughs> You calculate. So it is actually a good test day. Not a Bali Ikusuma Adiza. You see, we just accept anything. Easter or Jatu, Unima de Crop. Uh, Good Friday, Wajatum. That's what many of us we are actually worshiping certain things on our way. I'm telling you, I think one of these days we'll get time to talk about Christmas too. <laughs> Christmas. But, um, we don't ask questions. We don't ask questions. We just come to believe. So you think your mother is a, a, a woman of God, so you are, when you are born into your mother's family, you are also a Christian. Look at that nonsense. We don't become Christians like that. Even Jesus. Jesus was God's son that God gave him to the world. He had to be baptized by John the Baptist. I didn't hear. <laughs> be there. I'm just opening your eyes with today. We have not gone into these things because how believers, but you see, mostly we just celebrate these things wholeheartedly. Oh, may God give us grace. You see, religion is causing people not to think and ask questions. Because there are many things, the answers are there, but the pastors will tell you, you know, if you, if you, under, you, you can't understand God, or if you understand God, He ceases to be God. And you, if you think too much about God, you will go mad. Look at that nonsense, pastor. Somebody said, is that why the Church of Christ people don't celebrate Easter and Christmas? I don't really know. Maybe they have their own reasons too. But listen, God never told us, Jesus never told us to celebrate his birth. When, when did he say that? That when, I'm, when, when my mother gives birth to me, celebrate me. And do you know when Jesus was born? Do you know? The only thing that Jesus said we should use in remembering him is the Passover. Which we the Passover actually is the Holy Communion. 
the Holy Communion, eating of the flesh and the drinking of the blood. He said, Do this in remembrance of me. The Holy Communion. There's nothing that he said we should celebrate. And that Holy Communion, in the seasons, which is the newness, the beginning, and the first Holy Communion that was eaten, the first flesh and blood of the Lamb that was taken, was the time when the Lord God manifested the Passover and took the Israelites out of Egypt. And when it is in that season, we celebrate that to remember the Lord. And it is in that season we have found ourselves. So we are in a new year and we must celebrate the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is not called Easter, it is called Passover. People have named it Easter. They don't understand the word, but what it's actually expected of them to do, they are doing. But it is good for you to know that the moment you name it Easter, you are reducing something. You are reducing God's glory on it. Even though your heart is pure concerning it, but there are many things you will not know. Are we getting it? The place has become quiet. I like that. Okay, so please go and calculate the three days and three nights and you know that if Jesus is to resurrect on Sunday morning, then it was not on Friday that he died. I didn't think I changed tonight as a Friday. Who taught us these things? And this will be important. Yeah. May God give us grace in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. So please, I just came to declare to you we are in a new year, and this is the new year we are celebrating the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what we do to do to celebrate the Lord and remember him is by taking his flesh and drinking his blood this is the holy communion and please don't miss it we are all going to be live and do this so don't miss it god bless you and keep you all strong in jesus precious mighty name amen all right Bethlehem, how are you doing All right, let's go. My regards to Apostle Clean and the children. God willing, tomorrow is mega one word from the Lord. Agidi bizi guaski skituma atia.
the devil is already in trouble my god so please don't miss it don't miss it the lord has a word for your lifting and your transformation god bless you all and keep you all strong in jesus precious mighty name amen Someone say, Papa, please, what is the full name of Jesus? The full name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, like the um, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it for you to get it, but um, Jesus and Joshua have the same meat in Hebrew as Yeshua. They have the same Hebrew meat, the meaning in Hebrew. As Yeshua, yeah. So there were a lot of people even during the time of Jesus that were called Yeshua. So, we would take much time and look into all this. Yeah. So, this evening I just came to say hi. And I also came to wish you Happy New Year. And God bless you and keep you all strong. I also came to tell you that God will in tomorrow in the evening, exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, mega one word from the Lord. The Lord has a word for your lifting. So, please don't miss it. God bless you, Ohima Nancy. May God open greater doors for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. No evil thing can befall you. You and your family are hereby declared protected and preserved in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you all and keep you all strong. We shall meet. Someone said, please, how was Eagles Conference? Oh, the power of God was massive. The Lord did wonderful things in the midst of his church. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And by the special grace of God, next month we are going to Kumasi. We are going to Kumasi. So please, those of you in Kumasi, get ready. There is a new wind that is blowing heavily. And the Lord will do mighty things. Mighty things. So please, if you are in Kumasi, don't miss this one. Don't miss this one. God will be glorified. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.
all right so um god bless you all thank you Christian. we shall meet god willing tomorrow in the evening um, to handle what the lord has for us according to one word from the lord god bless you shalom night we shall meet god willing tomorrow bye bye Clean. Yeah, God willing, next month we are coming to Kumasi. Sure, we are coming to Kumasi. It will be amazing. Yeah, we believe God has glorious things to do. And His, His power will be strong. We shall meet. We shall meet. We shall meet. Yeah, we are believing God that it will be around KNUST campus. So if anything, um, we will talk. Sure. God bless you. God bless you all. Shalom night everyone. We shall meet God willing tomorrow. Alright. Bye bye.